I am now live on there. Live. What's up, people? If you can hear me. Trying to do a live here and figure it out. And I want to make sure I get to see your guys' questions because it's going to be a Q&A. <laughs> so I need to see the questions in order to uh, engage you guys. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Somebody else wants to join. The wheel is spinning. Okay. And I gotta add somebody. Thank you for your patience, people, as we're figuring this out. Appreciate it. Let's see. The wheel is spinning. Is the wheel still spinning, Greg, or can you see me and hear me? Should be able to hear me right now. Oh, there you go. And I can see the comments. <laughs> yeah, I just got done having a... Uh, some coffee talk with my brother and it was really good uh we were talking about transference of spirits and uh just the spiritual realm and how it operates and how it tries to come against you and in your mind the battlefield of your mind and you have a choice uh whether to give glory to god whether to choose his way or choose yourself and go into that mess ball that satan has for us all of self-pity doubt confusion discouragement you know unbelief all kinds of bad things right so i'm going to be reaching out to people to get more people to uh uh join the live stream this is my first live stream ever and i am not no techie guy <laughs> but i'm italian so i use my hands a lot so forgive me for that uh my wife told me that when she watched my, one of my first videos she's like oh yeah that's so you so yeah, we'll get it down. But um, if you guys want to get jump in the chat and uh, ask some questions, my ministry and my focus and my passion is getting people to encounter God for themselves on the inside, having an internal reality, right? We don't need a building to make that connection. And we are better together. Uh, so Coming together and doing this and seeking after truth, seeking after God is the best way to do that. that that's the true essence of church because the church is the body of Christ. So that's what we want. Let's see. How do we get more people wanting God in their life? That's a good question. Um, how do we get people wanting more God in their life, experiencing him and experiencing God for yourself, encountering him? For yourself right i mean 
you go through life and you're all kinds of jacked up since we're born, we're jacked up. So, I mean, you go through life and, uh, it'll teach you really, it'll beat you down really quick and you get up somehow. And through that process and seasons of your life, God can do different things, uh, to awaken you to him and encountering him. And the more you learn that that works, the more you encounter him, the more you seek it out. Right. So, yeah. Oh yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. A headline. I don't know. There's, there's the link. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> I got to get added out uh, to a couple others here. Let me see. And how are you guys doing this morning? It's morning where I'm at. It's 928. I'm on the West Coast Pacific time here. Um, just still getting out some invites to some folks. But if you just stumbled across it, go ahead and throw some uh, questions in the chat. Uh, so we can engage. I want this to be interactive, hence the Q&A. And we can have some fun this morning, have some coffee talk. I got my coffee. Or your tea, you know, whatever you prefer. I like tea too, just not in the morning. I, I need a little pick-me-up, a little jump start. <laughs> but yeah, let me get another person up in here. Or see if they want to. Let's see. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, I'm used to using Zoom, guys. Um, I like it just because I can interact and I can see faces. And, uh, you know, we can chop it up there. But, hey. Oh, let's see. Often it's our darkest hour that he appears. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is it's it's you know god's taught me so many times in my life um about the power of prayer right it's like uh you go through everything you go through all this crap all your natural resources worry doubt confusion anxiety trying to in your natural means to do everything to change the situation until your everything your mind your will your emotions breaks down and you, you do this by yourself, whether you say you do or not. And you cry out, help, God, help. And then he comes in, ba-boom, and breaks in with power and changes the situation. And if you go through that process enough, you'll learn, hey, dummy, talking to myself, should have went here first. <laughs> and it's all about that. It's all about lining first place and first place. And first place is... Loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And that's the first and greatest commandment. If you seek ye first the kingdom, all of these things shall be added unto you. So he wants to give us good gifts, but he won't violate your free will. Uh, he's, he's so gracious and good to us like that. Uh, yeah, just feel free to shoot up more questions in there. Otherwise, you're just going to hear me ramble move my hands because I'm Sicilian. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. This is my first live and uh, look forward to having some more. Maybe we can do it on a regular basis. What do you guys think? Maybe every Saturday. Maybe a little bit earlier too for those of you who are on the East Coast and we can get out, have our tea and our coffee and have some coffee talk. 
and get down to the nitty gritty in this sucker. Get down to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> I want the spiritual meat and potatoes that the Father has for us. The real stuff. Not the fake stuff. Not the stuff that makes your emotions go yay and woo. And, you know, it's it's nice to have fun and get excited. But it's two, like 20 times better when it has a spiritual backing and a spiritual reality that you're experiencing in that excitement it's an overflow it's not just a bubble up some emotions it's it's an overflow of what's happening in your spirit and you can tell if it's real or fake you know what i'm saying you can smell that stuff a mile away oh it looks like we got bare knuckle bear in here too holler what's up bro yeah we're just doing some q a um like i said i i uh had an interview earlier with caleb and it's it's really good i can't wait for that to upload i was trying to do this and meet my deadline of nine o'clock here we are 9 30 so we made it it's my first live stream i had uh greg helping me in the background i appreciate you greg appreciate you a lot brother because uh i don't know nothing about this techie stuff and you know this is as fancy as i get this is my studio light are you ready for it that's my studio light oh gosh and i don't know how to work it all the time <laughs> it's just a it's a reading lamp but it's helpful you know a little clip on it and clip it on the old desk because uh if i open up my windows too much i have them open but if i open them too much it'll just blind everybody with the sunshine and sometimes we need that anyway oh yeah Somebody uh, has a testimony for Sarah. This is, a, yeah, it's an appropriate time. Yeah, we want to hear praise reports. So I said, I like Zoom because then I could just like unmute you guys and you can join in the audio conversation, but we'll do it in the chat. This is cool. We'll, we'll get it figured out. Let's see what we got here. She's as She's typing away. Oh. The weather here is looking good. I live in Oregon in the Northwest and the weather here, it's looking nice today. It's like perfect. It's not too hot and it's not raining yet. So that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, thank you, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Get the word out there so you can have some cool Q and a that's, that's cool, man. Um, what do we want to do? Well, uh, okay, so here's the cool foundational truth. Jesus talking before Pilate. Sorry for the silence there. <laughs> I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. I don't have fancy studios and editing machines and all that. And this is live anyway, but. This is just how I do it. So you have to apologize for the silence. So anyways, I'm looking over in uh, John 18, uh, 36 through 37, where Jesus is having the conversation with Pilate and all the religious leaders of the day, the churches, the synagogues, whatever you want to call them, uh, want Jesus to die because he said he's the son of God. Or they, they said it and he said, hey, you said I am. So he's going before the Roman authorities and the, the pilot is like the ruler of all over all of Jerusalem at the time because Rome ruled Israel. And Jesus answered to him. Oh, well, Pilate said, 
Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priest has delivered you unto me. What have you done? And Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants would be fighting that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is the kingdom. Now is my kingdom not from here. My kingdom's not of this world. And Pilate says to him, are you a king then? You know, are you a king, Jesus? And Jesus said, you say that I am king. To this end, I was born. And for this cause, I came into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. Hallelujah. Pilate said unto him, what is truth? And I mean, that's what we're, that's, that's what everybody's looking after. It's like one of those other hardcore human questions. And Jesus tells you plainly, he is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. Amen. Uh, let's see here. Okay. If you remember two weeks ago tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. So we got a praise report from, uh, an awesome, awesome sister, Kathy, and we've been praying for uh, some people and we prayed for Sarah. And she says, if you remember two weeks ago tomorrow, she was given two weeks to live. We have been praying and reported on Tuesday, she is eating more and gaining strength. Whole spice, I believe. <laughs> I think there's a typo there. The nurses are blown away that this lady is, uh, she's given two weeks to live. She's still living and she's getting stronger every day. Amen. That's the God we serve. He moves at the sound of our weak little voice. Hallelujah. Yeah. I wish I could give some context to that, uh, Kathy. It's in one of my prayer notebooks. So as you'll notice in my office, I have like notebooks everywhere. I got notepads, notebooks, and uh, they're all labeled for certain things. So right now I've got my new live stream notebook out because uh, that's what this is about. And, you know, I've got prayer requests and all kinds of certain things. And I've got prayer boards over here to my left. I have a whiteboard that's full of prayer requests. And yeah, I don't have that right now, sister. But that is amazing. So she's just getting stronger every day. After the doctors give you a death sentence, you see people, you don't receive the words of death of the enemy. It could come from your mother, could come from your brother, could come from your, your earthly dad, your father, right? Could come from a doctor, could come from all of these sources and all of these places. You decide whether you receive that word spoken over you or not. I'm here to tell you the doctors don't know it all. They're not the end all be all. That's for sure. They make billions and billions of dollars off of seeing, sucking the life out of you, basically, with their pharmacia. That's what the Bible calls it. It's sorcery, witchcraft. And we have things here on the earth that God gave us to heal ourselves. God says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, he gave you something called an immune system, and your body is actually able to heal itself through natural means of what he put here on earth and Kathy has a lot of knowledge about that. And so does Carrie. Um, and I look forward to getting Kathy on sometime and, uh, 
letting her take take it away and tell us tell us all about these awesome things that we could be doing to rejuvenate the cells in our body and to to uh she she actually she has an amazing testimony she got rid of cancer in her body and got a tumor out of her body melted away disappeared how awesome is that <laughs> i, I want to touch reach out to saints like this you know not saints that are of a church but saints that are connected to him through his holy spirit and we're everywhere amen and the devil's just done a good job of separating us all done a good job of religious beatdowns and you don't fit here you don't fit here you don't fit here but guess what i fit in heaven and i sit at home in my room and god moves on my heart i feel his power I feel his heart, his love, and his mercy, and it'll make me cry. It'll make me cry out to him, and he'll come meet me there and fellowship with me. He will He will connect with me and uh, give me all kinds of things. Give me miracles. Give me healings. Comfort me. Convict me, right, in areas I need conviction in uh, just to get closer to him because the more – the more you get closer to the light, the more he shines things on dark areas in our life that are holding him from getting closer to us. And he wants to be closer to us more so than we want to be closer to the, to him. And he does that gradually. He does it in his perfect timing. So he'll, he'll shine a light on an area of darkness in your heart or maybe an area of sin in your life that keeps him from getting closer and he does it because he wants to deal with it. Our natural reaction is, Oh, you know, I'm dark. God help me. Lord help me. I need help. <laughs> right. Our natural reaction is to run and hide in shame. And that's actually the exact opposite of what we're supposed to do. The enemy loves that because then when we hold it in the dark and we, and we withdraw literal darkness will cover you. If you stay there, and the enemy will speak shame, guilt, and condemnation over you there. So break out your sword. Look up Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are children of God, who walk according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. So it's all about elevating yourself to seeing how God sees you and creating that connection through his word, just turning this into your language with him or using it as a springboard because we already have so much stuff going on in this mind and in our heart with our emotions. And he knows that he knows you better than you know you. And he wants to meet your needs, but you have to go to him. You have to want to seek him out. You have to have him. You have to want to have him uh, be the first fruits in your life, right? It's not about tithing. So you could do it in this analogy. So like tithing, it's not that God needs your money or even wants money. It's an act, outward act of obedience in the natural realm of uh, giving your first fruits to God. It goes way deeper than that. So like your emotions, God wants the first fruit of your emotions, just like a father and son relationship. Amen. Because he's the one who connects us to the Father through Jesus. And he wants to know when you're mad first. He wants to know when you're happy first. He wants to share that intimate connection with you. He wants to know when you're frustrated. 
He wants to know all of your emotions. He wants the first fruit of your emotions, the first fruits of your thought life. And that's how you can turn in, in, your thoughts into prayers and start praying always or it, giving it your best shot. And when you fail, just press delete. Press delete and start over. Don't, don't withdraw. Because again, that's where the enemy likes to take you. And then you'll get those voices in your head of condemnation. Like, oh, I blew it. I messed up. I'm, I'm a failure. I'm this and that. No, don't receive that stuff. And continue to stay in here. Be humble. Because you'll get humbled in this world one way or another. Uh, he'll either bring you to your knees willingly or uh, go as far as unwillingly uh, through, through decisions you make in your life that affect you. Right. But he'll use that for his glory if you allow it. Amen. So I, I like to go willingly to my knees <laughs> and, and humbly ask for more grace, more power, more of him in my life, more love, more than anything, because there's so many people who need it out there. There's so many people that need to know that you're not alone and we're in this together and we can use this technology, uh, as a source to and an outlet to encourage one another, to strengthen one another. Your prayers transcend space and time through Jesus. So you got prayer requests, put them in the chat. Reach out. Um, my email is going to be here somewhere. If it's not here, you can go on one of the other, other channels. There's a website there. If you go all the way down to the bottom, you'll find my email. Just go ahead and email prayer requests there. Um, and, you know, we, we, we believe in confidentiality. And if you ever get a deliverance session with me, um, it's all confidential. And it says so in the contract and the agreement, you know, that you're signing up for, uh, that the only, only time we'd be talking about your situation and would never use your name without your written consent is to give glory to Jesus and tell a little bit of your story so it can help somebody else. Because you're not the only one going through what you're going through. Amen. We've all, we've all, we're all jacked up. <laughs> and we get healed and get better through Jesus and through this process. And uh, we're just so much better together, guys. Yeah. So if you guys got any questions, check them in, in there. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep reading out this here word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's see here. Well... Let's go to one of my other favorite topics of why we should be seeking after God and the good things that he has for us, right? But it's not just all about what he's done and what he has for us. A lot of people stop there, and I'm not minimizing what Jesus has done for us by any means, because it's the start of everything. But Jesus has an inheritance in you. Whoa, what's that about? Let's check it out. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 19. And this is a powerful prayer. So here goes a springboard for you. If you, if you don't know the word, that's fine. You don't need to be a scholar to know, start coming alive in your spirit, start realizing your spiritual awareness, your spiritual being. You don't need to be a theologist. You don't need to you know, know the Bible front to back. Holy Spirit, if you ask for the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name, he'll give it to you and he can guide you and teach you anything. It says he'll bring into remembrance everything Jesus said. So Ephesians 17 through 23. 
is an apostolic prayer. Uh, so all that means, it's just a fancy word for, hey, the apostles prayed this for people. So why not pray it for yourself? And you can use it as a springboard. So I, I, let, let's just read it together. Ephesians chapter 1, 17. We'll start there and read it to the end. Because that's where he starts praying. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of Jesus, who's connected to the Father. So that'd be the Godhead, three in one. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling Jesus is calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints see you got glory and riches and an inheritance in you for Jesus he died for you amen and he's got an inheritance in you and so we continue on in verse 19 and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Nothing of us. Thank God, because we're jacked up. You know, I'm going to read that again. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 20, which he brought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right hand in the heavenly places. And that's where we sit in the spirit every time we pray. We bring God pleasure and we minister to his heart. You don't have to be in a special place. You can be anywhere on this planet and you have direct connection to heaven in your spirit, man, going up. Before the throne of glory, your father, the creator of everything. How amazing is that? So he set him at the right hand in, in the heavenly places, far above all principalities, all power, all might, all dominion. And every name that is named, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come. Whoa, what's that about? That's why we're doing this. That's why we're going after this. We're storing up treasures to come. Treasures in us for Jesus. And of course, we get the treasures that Jesus has brought for us. But there's a relationship. There's a connection. Not a relationship. There's a connection, an encounter, and an exchange. Dare I say, an exchange that God wants to have with you. And you get to give him something back out of your own free will. How cool is that? How amazing is our God? Wow. And um, by the way, there's no other God that you can call father. There's no other God that you can call a friend. There's no other God that died for you. And there's no other God that's coming back again. His name is Jesus, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Amen. Okay, I'll stop. Verse 22. We're almost done, guys. Sorry. So 17 through 23, Ephesians chapter 1, 17 through 23 is a very powerful prayer. I would recommend highly using it as a springboard to start your prayer talk with God. Um, 22. And he has put all things, everything he just mentioned, principalities, powers, names, dominion, 
not of only this world, but of the world to come under his feet. Yeah. And gave him to be head over all things to the church. The church is not a building. It's not some place where there's a pastor and elders. That's not that that's having church, right? We're having church right now. You're the church. The church is the body of Christ. Jesus is not the head of a building. He's the head of us, this indwelling house of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, yeah, let me just read that again. 22 has put all things under his feet and given him to be head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. What's all? All in all. Earthly, heavenly, second heaven, third heaven, first heaven, earth, under the earth, in the earth, everything. Amen. That's so amazing, guys. Our God is so good, and we've been so beat down and lied to and think that you have to have these degrees, and you, it's all man-made systems of control, you know? It, it's in every facet of our life here on earth. But if you connect with the creator inside of you, that cry that's built into you, because we're created to be inhabited in this weak frame, it makes no sense to us, right? In our man-made wisdom. In this weak frame, we're created to inhabit a spirit connected to our spirit. So we have a spirit in there already, but it's meant to be housed by a spirit. And you're going to be housed by one or the other because there's only two kingdoms here that are operating and that are at war since we were made. And it's the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, the kingdom of evil and of the devil and the kingdom of goodness and grace, Jesus, God, the Father and Holy Spirit. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he wants to inhabit us and you're going to be inhabited. It's, it's not, it, you could trick yourself into thinking you won't, but you will. And most of the time when you go that route, it, it's not going to be good. And I'll pray for you. I mean, everybody has their seasons and I don't pretend or, or put much stock in my opinion, right? Because I'm not God. Thank God that he's not a man that he should not. He never lies. Um, but yeah, everybody goes through their seasons in life. You know what I mean? And so you don't know where that person's at or where God has them. And God does amazing things with the misfits, with people who are unqualified and people look at down upon and say, eh, that guy will never, never be, you know, a child of God. That guy would, God would never use that guy. And I got news for you. Check out in the old Testament to one of the prophets, Balaam. He used a donkey to talk to this prophet so he wouldn't die and get smoked by a 20-foot angel with the flaming sword of fire. So he can use anything he wants. And that's what I was getting at. I, that my opinion doesn't hold weight there, but I understand that there are seasons that we all go through, you know. And so you don't want to be kicking somebody that's down because if you were down there before, there's a reason for it. So you won't be nasty to others while they're down. You'll show them mercy where you receive much mercy. And you'll talk to them out of love. That's so cool how Jesus teaches this stuff. And he can make all things new. 
So he takes all the crap you've been through and all the life that you've lived and making wrong decisions. And he's able to take that, transform it if you let him and make sense of it all and give you wisdom out of that. How, how cool is our God? I mean, it's just amazing. So, okay. Getting back to this, getting focused on this, because I don't see any other questions in there. Uh, Ephesians, we were in Ephesians and we were talking about his inheritance in us. So let's go on over to Psalm 33, 12. It's another passage in the old covenant about his inheritance in us. You know, what's that about? I want to know about it because I want to have something to give him at the end of the day. How scandalous that is to even think that we can do something. But that's our God. He's amazing. That's how much he cares about you. He cares about me. He realizes the power of the exchange and having that connection. So over in 33, verse 12. Blessed is the nation. And when it talks about nations in the Bible, it's talking about people groups, not, not kingdoms, not nations, how we have them man-made nowadays. It's talking about people groups. So blessed is the nation who, whose God is the Lord, is Jehovah, and the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. That's you. And me, if you believe in Jesus and you're running the race and you're trying to get closer to him, this is you. Psalm 33, 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom have chosen, he has chosen for his own inheritance. So he has chosen us, guys, for his own inheritance. There's a reason why you've been through all the crap you've been through in your life. And God's taken you through this process. Because he wants to free more of his children. Amen. He, he, he did not make hell for humans. He did not make hell for the seed of Adam. He doesn't wish that not one should perish. That's what the word says. That's what Jesus says. So, I mean, I don't... Well, I know where we get it. We get it from... Being ourselves and relying on our own power and relying on our own strength. Because I've heard it before. I've heard, oh, that brother's going to hell. It's like, oh, really? Are you God? Do you determine where souls go in eternity beyond all space and time? Last time I checked, no man had that power or authority at all, except for one guy who was so amazing, came incarnate in the flesh to save all of creation. Okay, you're not him. Your name's not Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God, right? Oh, okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, I've heard it before. So, I mean, in the church, it's scandalous. It's, it's totally backwards to what he says. So if you go over in Matthew 25, uh, and we look at verse, uh, let's see. Everlasting punishment. I'm trying to find this verse where he says what it was created for. It's for the devil and his angels. So in verse 41, Matthew 25, chapter 25, verse 41. We'll go ahead and take a look there. But I would encourage you to read the whole passage because Jesus was talking about the answering a threefold question that the disciples asked him. And verse or chapter 24. So it starts in 24 and it doesn't end until the end of chapter 25. So verse 41, then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, 
And, and if you read up a little further, he's talking about the sheeps and the goats. And the sheep are his children, and the goats are the ones who chose the way of Cain. So then he shall say to them on the left hand, this is the goats, depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for who? For the devil and his angels. And then there's other places in scripture where he says he does, does desires that no, not one perish. But it's created, it was prepared, the whole thing exists, everlasting fire, hellfire, Tartarus, whatever you want to wrap your mind around to call it, that everlasting cursed place of fire and torment was prepared for the devil and his angels, not for human beings, not for the seed of Adam. He has great things for us, guys, and it's only going to be found by those who are really hungry and want it. Amen. So I want it. <coughs> Excuse me. I need a drink. I want it and I want more of it in my life now, in the here and now, because we're judged when we get to the other side. We're going to be judged. And we look at even just the words of this life, like judged judgment here is not a good thing. Judgment there for his children, for a sheep is a very good thing because you receive reward there. So it's totally different. It's totally different because uh, that's just how the kingdom of heaven operates. <laughs> it's totally backwards, man. <laughs> you want to get high and be in a high stature in the kingdom of heaven in God's eyes? You got to go low. Be a servant of all, right? Totally backwards, bro. Where you're dying to live. What's that about? Because we're all dying. Newsflash. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, just in. We're all dying. You've been dying since you were a baby and born. What are you dying for? I'm dying for the hereafter. I like saying it how the Bible says it, the hereafter. And it does call eternal life what it is, eternal life and eternity. But we have no clue what the heck that's about. At least I'd, I'll admit I don't. But I know there's a hereafter. And I know I want my spot secure in the hereafter and everybody that I love and that everybody that I can uh, help on their journey through this world to get there as well and get everything that God has for you now. Because we're going to be judged by what we do here in this little span of life, which for some people, they don't even make it out of their mother's wombs, right? Uh and for others, you know, you can die when you're a kid. Not another day is promised here to us, guys. The greatest gift God has given us, aside from Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lamb, is the present. It's a present. So, you know, uh, one of my scriptures, one of my favorite things, I write it on my mirror too, just to humble myself before the Lord and get my mind uh wrapped around the internal reality of what I'm living for and what I want, you know, because it, when it boils down to it, it's like, what do you want? He gave us his free will to search for what we really want. And a lot of people are searching out a lot of stuff they like and they want to have, but they're not searching for that internal cry of what do you really want? course you want to be loved accepted of course you want nice nice things some people do i just want stuff that works i don't care but um you, there's that internal cry whether you recognize it or not it's there 
And uh, so anyways, I'll, I'll share this, guys. Uh, Psalm 90, verse 12. It's one of my little treasures that I love to uh, apply and pray to keep my mind wrapped around the spiritual reality. I want, I want to live on the inside here and now that affects the hereafter. So 90 verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply, apply our hearts to wisdom. Teach us, teach me God to number my days that I may apply my heart to wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the Bible says. And it's totally opposite, once again, totally opposite than fear you experience here on earth. It's a reverential awe and of honor and of completely other than the fear of the Lord, the pure, clean fear of the Lord. It's amazing. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this. <laughs> I'm just going on here and uh, uh, I haven't seen any questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them in there, guys. But I just wanted to set up this first live and it's still going. So <laughs> I did something right in my weakness of uh, technology and all that. So I, I, I just want to keep this going. Maybe we'll do this every Saturday uh, at nine o'clock Pacific time. So that would that would be noon East Coast time. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to go hard after God and be jealous, just like he's jealous for you to have the heavenly things that the devil doesn't want you to have now for the hereafter and for right now. And for us to be able to be an inhabitation of the Holy Spirit, carry the atmosphere of life with us wherever we go and affect people's life in a real change because you're just allowing God to do it through you. You're yielding to him to help others how he's helped you so richly out of his mercy, his grace, his love, his power, his glory. So if you have that mindset and that frame, you understand that it isn't you, that it's God in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining the first live. Uh, it's 10.06 my time. Sorry, we got a late start. This is the first one that I've done. Jesus, enrich and bless your day. I'll just lift you guys up right now before the throne of grace. Check out Revelation 4. That's where you are every time you pray. It's the throne room of the Father. So Heavenly Father, right now, in Jesus' mighty name, I just lift up each viewer and wherever they're at in their lives, Father God, whatever season they are facing, I ask that you break in, in Jesus' mighty name and power. I cover each one of the viewers. I cover this airstream, the airwaves, and the precious blood of Jesus that speaks of better things than that of Abel and all blood that has been shed for all eternity. It's been shed for us. It covers us. It heals us. It shields us. I cover each and every single one of you in the precious blood of the Lamb over your mind, your will, and your emotions. And I thank you for the blood of Jesus sealed on our spirits that makes us children of God. And I just ask that you bless and anoint us to hear your heart, to be closer to you. Give us a passion for your love and your fire and desire for us to have heaven inside of us touching the outside and touching many 
in Jesus' mighty name. Give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus. Experiential encounters for us, Father. You have a connection for us, for us, for us, because you're jealous for us. That's what the fire's about in your eyes. Now loose it upon your people to receive your word in faith. In Jesus' mighty name, so be it. Amen and amen. Bless you guys. Take care, man. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you next week. We'll do this again. It's been great. Blessings.